Chapter 4 Women Surat Anissa In the name of God, the most gracious, the most merciful. O mankind, fear your Lord who created you from a single soul. He created its mate from it, and from the two of them spread countless men and women throughout the earth. Fear God, in whose name you appeal to one another, and be mindful of your obligations in respect of ties of kinship. God is always watching over you. Give the orphans the possessions that belong to them. Do not exchange good things with bad, and do not consume their property, adding it to your own. Surely this is a great crime. If you fear that you cannot deal fairly with orphan girls, you may marry women of your choice, two or three or four. But if you fear that you might not be able to treat them with equal fairness, then only one, or from among those whom you rightfully possess. That is more likely to keep you from committing an injustice. And give the women their dowers willingly, but if they, of their own accord, remit any part of it to you, you may make use of it with pleasure and goodwill. Do not give those who are of immature mind your property, which God has granted you as a means of support. Make provision for them out of it, and clothe them and give them good advice. Keep a close check on orphans till they attain the age of marriage. Then, if you find them to be mature of mind, hand over their property to them. Do not consume it by wasteful spending before they come of age. If the guardian is affluent, let him abstain altogether, and if he is poor, let him have for himself what is just and reasonable. When you hand over their property to them, call witnesses in their presence. God is sufficient as a reckoner. Men shall have a share in what parents and relatives leave behind, and women shall have a share in what parents and relatives leave behind, whether it be little or much. This is ordained by God. If other relatives, orphans, or needy people are present at the time of the division, then provide for them out of it, and speak kindly to them. Those who are concerned about the fate of their own helpless children, if they should die and leave them behind, should show the same concern for orphans. Let them fear God and uphold justice. Those who consume the property of orphans unjustly are actually swallowing fire into their own bellies, Soon they will burn in the blazing flame. Concerning your children, God enjoins you that a male shall receive a share equivalent to that of two females. But if there are more than two females, then their share is two-thirds of the inheritance. If there is only one, she will receive the half. Each of your parents receives a sixth of what you leave if you have children. If you are childless and your heirs are your parents, your mother receives a third. If you have brothers or sisters, your mother receives a sixth after the deduction of any bequest you make or the repayment of any debts with regard to your father and your sons. You do not know which of them is going to benefit you more. But this fixing of portions is by God, and he is all-knowing and all-wise. You will inherit half of what your wives leave, provided they have left no children. But if they leave children then you inherit a quarter of what they leave after payment of any bequests they may have made or any debts they may have incurred. Your wives shall inherit one quarter of what you leave if you are childless. But if you leave children, 
your wives shall inherit one-eighth after payment of any bequest or debts. If a man or woman has no direct heirs, neither children or parents, but has left a brother or a sister, they shall each inherit one-sixth. But if there are more than two, they share one-third between them after payment of any bequests or debts, so that no harm is done to anyone. That is a commandment from God. God is all-knowing and forbearing. These are the limits set by God. Anyone who obeys God and his messenger will be admitted to gardens through which rivers flow to live there forever. That will be the supreme achievement. But anyone who disobeys God and his messenger and transgresses his limits shall be cast into a fire wherein he will abide forever, and he shall have a humiliating punishment. If any of your women commit fornication, call in four male witnesses from among yourselves against them. If they testify to their guilt, confine them to the house until death releases them, or until God gives them another way out. If two men commit a like abomination, punish them both. If they repent and mend their ways, leave them alone. God is forgiving and merciful. But God undertakes to accept repentance only from those who do evil out of ignorance and those who repent soon after. God turns towards such people with mercy. He is all-knowing and all-wise. Forgiveness is not for those who continue to do evil deeds until, when death comes upon one of them, he says, Now I repent nor from those who die as deniers of the truth. We have prepared a painful punishment for them. Believers, it is not lawful for you to inherit women against their will, nor should you detain them wrongfully, so that you may take away a part of what you have given them, unless they are guilty of something clearly outrageous. Live with them in accordance with what is fair and kind. If you dislike them, it may be that you dislike something which God might make a source of abundant good. If you desire to replace one wife with another, do not take any part of her dower back, even if you have given her a treasure. Would you take it by slandering her and with manifest sinfulness? How can you take it when you have been intimate with one another and she has taken a solemn pledge from you? Do not marry women whom your fathers married except for what has already taken place in the past. This is indeed a shameful deed, a loathsome thing and an evil practice. You are forbidden to take as wives your mothers, daughters, sisters, paternal and maternal aunts, your brothers' daughters and your sisters' daughters, your foster mothers and foster sisters, your wives' mothers and stepdaughters in your protection, and the daughters of your wives with whom you have consummated your marriage. But if you have not consummated your marriage, then you will not be blamed if you marry their daughters. You are also forbidden to marry the spouses of your sons or two sisters together, except what has already passed. Surely God is ever forgiving and merciful. Also forbidden are married women, except those who have passed into your hands as prisoners of war. This is a commandment of God to you. All women other than these are lawful to you, provided you seek them with your wealth in honest wedlock, not in fornication. When you consummate your marriage with them, give the dowers due to them, and there is no sin for you in what you do by mutual agreement after the fixing of the dower. God is all-knowing and wise. If any of you cannot afford to marry a free-believing woman, 
Let him marry one of his believing maids whom he possesses. God best knows your faith. You are one of another. So marry them with their owner's permission, and give them their dower according to what is fair, neither committing fornication nor taking secret paramours. And if, after they are married, they commit adultery, they shall have half the punishment prescribed for a free woman. This is for those of you who fear lest he should fall into sin, but that it is better for you to practice self-restraint. God is most forgiving and merciful. God wishes to explain things to you and guide you to the ways of those who have gone before you and to turn to you in mercy. God is all-knowing and all-wise. He wishes to turn towards you in mercy, but those who follow their own passions want you to drift far away from the right path. God wishes to lighten your burdens, for man has been created weak. Believers, do not wrongfully consume each other's wealth, but trade with it by mutual consent. Do not kill one another, for God is most merciful to you. If anyone does these things through transgression and injustice, we shall cast him into the fire, and that is easy for God. If you shun the great sins you have been forbidden, we shall cancel out your minor misdeeds and admit you to a place of honor. Do not covet the bounties which God has bestowed more abundantly on some of you than on others. Men shall be rewarded according to their deeds, and women shall be rewarded according to their deeds. You should rather ask God for his bounty. God has knowledge of all things. We have appointed heirs for everything that parents and close relatives leave behind. As for those with whom you have entered into agreements, let them too have their due. God is witness to all things. Men are protectors of women because God has made some of them excel others and because they spend their wealth on them. So virtuous women are obedient and guard in the husband's absence what God would have them guard. As for those from whom you apprehend infidelity, admonish them, then refuse to share their beds, and finally hit them lightly. Then if they obey you, take no further action against them, for God is high, great. If you fear any breach between a man and his wife, appoint one arbiter from his family and one arbiter from her family. If they both want to set things right, God will bring about a reconciliation between them. He is all-knowing and all-aware. Worship God and do not associate partners with him. Be good to your parents, to relatives, to orphans, to the needy, and the neighbor who is a kinsman, and the neighbor who is not related to you, and your companions, and the wayfarers, and those whom you rightfully possess. God does not like arrogant, boastful people, who are miserly and enjoin others to be the same and conceal the riches which God has given them of his bounty. We have prepared a humiliating punishment for those who deny the truth. And God does not like those who spend their wealth for the sake of ostentation and who do not believe in God or the last day. Whoever has Satan as his companion has an evil companion. What harm could befall them if they believed in God and the last day and spent out of what God bestowed on them. God knows them well. God does not wrong anyone by as much as a grain's weight. If there be a good deed, he will repay twofold, and will bestow out of his own bounty an immense reward. What will they do when we bring a witness from each community, and bring you as a witness against these people? 
On that day, those who were bent on denying the truth and disobeyed the messenger will wish that the earth were made level above them. They will not be able to hide anything from God. Believers, do not approach your prayers when you are drunk, until you understand what you say, nor when you are in a state of impurity, except when you are on a journey till you have bathed. And if you are ill, or on a journey, or have relieved yourselves, or when you have consorted with women and you cannot find any water, then find some clean sand and wipe your face and your hands with it. God is gracious and forgiving. Do you not know those who are in possession of a portion of the book? They buy up error and want you to lose your way. God is quite aware as to who your enemies are. God suffices as a patron and God suffices as a supporter. Some Jews take words out of their context and say, We have heard, but we disobey, or hear without listening. And they say, Look at us, twisting the phrase with their tongues so as to disparage religion. But if they had said, We hear and we obey, and Listen to us and look at us with favor, that would have been better and more proper for them. God has rejected them for their defiance, so that they shall not believe, except a few of them. O oh, people of the book, believe in what we have sent down, fulfilling the predictions that is with you, before we destroy your sense of direction, so as to confound or reject you, as we rejected those who broke the Sabbath. God's command is always carried out. God will not forgive anyone for associating something with him, while he will forgive whoever he wishes for anything besides that. Whoever ascribes partners to God is guilty of a monstrous sin. Have you not seen those who consider themselves pure? It is indeed God who purifies whoever he pleases, and none shall be wronged by as much as a hair's breadth. See how they attribute their own lying inventions to God. This is in itself a flagrant sin. Have you not seen those who are in possession of a portion of the book? They believe in idols and devils. They say of those who deny the truth, they are more rightly guided than the believers. Those are the ones God has rejected. You will not find anyone to help those God has rejected. Have they a share in God's kingdom? If they did, they would not give others so much as the groove of a date stone. Do they envy others because of what God has given them out of his bounty? We granted the house of Abraham the book and wisdom, and we granted them a great kingdom. Some of them believed in it, and some held back from it. Hell will suffice as a blazing fire. We shall send those who reject our revelations to the fire. When their skins are burnt up, we shall replace them with new ones, so that they may continue to taste the punishment. God is mighty and wise. As for those who believe and do good works, we shall make them enter gardens through which rivers flow, to dwell therein forever. Therein they shall have pure spouses, and we shall admit them into a dense shade. God commands you to hand back your trusts to their rightful owners, and when you judge between people to judge with fairness, God's instructions to you are excellent. God hears and sees all things. Believers, obey God and obey the messenger and those who have been entrusted with authority among you. If you are in dispute over any matter, refer it to God and the messenger 
if you truly believe in God and the last day. This is best, and best in the end. Have you not seen those who profess to believe in what has been revealed to you and to other prophets before you? They seek the judgment of evil people, although they were commanded not to obey them, and Satan wants to lead them far astray. When they are told, Come to what God has sent down, and to the messenger, you see the hypocrites turn away from you. How will it be when an affliction befalls them because of what they themselves have done? They will come to you, swearing by God, saying that they were seeking nothing but goodwill and conciliation. But God knows all that is in their hearts, so ignore what they say, admonish them and speak to them in such terms as will address their minds. All the messengers we sent were meant to be obeyed by God's leave. If they had come to you and sought forgiveness from God, whenever they wronged themselves, and the messenger had prayed for forgiveness for them, they would have found that God is ever forgiving and merciful. By your Lord, they will not be true believers until they seek your arbitration in their disputes and find within themselves no doubt about what you decide and accept it wholeheartedly. If we had commanded them, lay down your lives or leave your dwellings, they would not have done it, save a few of them. If they had done what they were instructed to do, it would have been better for them, as well as more strengthening for their faith. And we would have given them a great reward of our own, and guided them to a straight path. Whoever obeys God and the messenger will be among those he has blessed. The messengers, the truthful, the witnesses, and the righteous. What excellent companions these are. That is God's favor. Sufficient is God's infinite knowledge. You who believe, take your precautions and then go forth in small groups or go forth altogether. Among you are some who lag behind, and if you encounter a setback, they say, God has been gracious to me. I was not present with them. But if by God's grace good fortune should be your lot, they will say, If only I had been with them, I should have achieved a great success, as if no affection had existed between you and them. Let those who would exchange the life of this world for the hereafter fight for the cause of God. Whoever fights for the cause of God, whether he is slain or is victorious, to him we shall give a great reward. And how should you not fight for the cause of God and for the helpless old men, women, and children who say, Deliver us, Lord, from this city of wrongdoers. Grant us a protector out of your grace, and grant us a supporter out of your grace. The believers fight for the cause of God, while those who reject faith fight for Satan. Then fight the allies of Satan. Satan's scheming is truly weak. Have you not seen those to whom it was said, Restrain your hands, Say your prayers and pay the prescribed alms. And when they have been ordered to fight, some of them have felt afraid of human beings, just as they should be afraid of God, or they are even more afraid. They say, Our Lord, why have you ordered us to fight? If you would only postpone it for a little while longer. Say, The benefits of this world are negligible, and the hereafter will be better for one who fears God and you shall not be wronged in the slightest. Wherever you may be, death will overtake you, even if you be in strongly built towers. If some good befalls them, they say, This is from God. 
and if ill befalls them, they say, This is from you. Tell them, All is from God. But what is wrong with these people that they fail to understand anything? Whatever good befalls you, it is from God, and whatever ill befalls you is from yourself. We have sent you forth as a messenger to mankind, and God suffices as a witness. He who obeys the messenger obeys God. As for those who turn away, know that we have not sent you to be their keeper. They say, We obey you, but as soon as they leave you, a group of them plan together by night against what you say. God records whatever they scheme, so ignore them and put your trust in God. God is sufficient as a trustee. Do they not ponder on the Koran? If it had been from anyone other than God, they would have found much inconsistency in it. When they hear any news, whether of peace or of something fearful, they spread it about. Whereas, if they referred it to the messenger and to the men in charge, those of them who would have investigated it and could have arrived at the truth of the matter. But for God's grace and mercy, all but a few of you would have followed Satan. So fight for the cause of God. You are responsible only for yourself. Urge on the believers. God may fend off the power, violence, of those who deny the truth for he is stronger in might and stronger in inflicting punishment. Whoever rallies to a good cause shall have a share in its blessing, and whoever rallies to an evil cause shall be answerable for his part in it. For indeed God watches over everything. When you are greeted by anyone, respond with a better greeting, or at least return it. God takes account of all things. He is God, there is no deity other than him. He will gather you all together on the day of resurrection. There is no doubt about it. Whose word can be truer than God's? How is it that you are divided into two groups regarding the hypocrites when God himself cast them back to disbelief because of their misdeeds? Do you seek to guide those whom God allows to go astray? You cannot guide those whom God allows to go astray. They want you to deny the truth so that you may become all alike. Do not take them as your allies until they emigrate in the way of God. If they turn back to enmity, seize them and kill them wherever you may find them, and take no friend or helper from among them. But make an exception of those who seek refuge with people with whom you have a treaty, or who come over to you because their hearts forbid them to fight against you or against their own people. Had God pleased, he would have given them power over you, so that they would have taken up arms against you. Therefore, if they keep away from you and cease their hostility and propose peace to you, God does not allow you to harm them. You will find others who wish to be safe from you and from their own people. Yet whenever they find an opportunity of inflicting harm, they plunge into it. So if they neither withdraw nor offer you peace nor restrain themselves from fighting you, seize and kill them wherever you encounter them. Over such people we have given you clear authority. No believer should kill another believer, unless it be by mistake. Anyone who kills a believer by mistake should free a believing slave and pay blood money to the victim's relatives, unless they forego it as an act of charity. If the victim belongs to a people at war with you, but is a believer, then the compensation is to free a believing slave. If he belongs to a people with whom you have a treaty, then blood money should be handed over to his relatives 
and a believing slave set free. Anyone who lacks the means must fast for two consecutive months. Such is the penance imposed by God. God is all-knowing and wise. If anyone kills a believer deliberately, his reward shall be eternal hell. God will condemn him and reject him and prepare for him a terrible punishment. Believers, when you go forth in the cause of God, make due investigation and do not say to those who offer you the greeting of peace, you are no believer, because you seek the good things of this life. With God, there are good things in plenty. You yourself were in the same position before, but God conferred his special favor on you. Therefore, take care to investigate. Surely God is well aware of what you do. Those believers who stay behind, apart from those forced by necessity, are not equal to those who strive hard in God's cause with their possessions and their persons. God has given those who strive with their goods and their persons a higher rank than those who stayed behind. God has promised all a good reward, but far greater is the recompense of those who strive for him, high ranks conferred by him as well as forgiveness and mercy. God is forgiving and merciful. When the angels take the souls of those who have wronged themselves, they will ask, What was wrong with you? They will answer, We were too weak on earth. The angels will say, Was God's earth not spacious enough for you to have migrated to some other place? These are the ones whose abode shall be hell, an evil destination, except such weak ones among men, women, and children as are incapable of adopting any plan or of finding any way out. God may well pardon them. God is ever pardoning and ever forgiving. Whoever emigrates for the cause of God will find many places of refuge in the land and plentiful provision. Those who leave home for the cause of God and his messenger, but is then overtaken by death, shall be recompensed by God. God is most forgiving and ever merciful. When you, believers, are traveling in the land, you will not be blamed for shortening your prayers if you fear the disbelievers may harm you. They are your avowed enemies. When you are among the believers and lead them in prayer, let only part of them stand up along with you, armed with their weapons. After they have prostrated themselves, let them withdraw to the rear to stand guard, and then let another party, who have not yet prayed, come forward and pray with you. And let them also be on their guard, armed with their weapons. Those who deny the truth want you to be negligent of your arms and your baggage, so that they may fall upon you suddenly. It is no offence for you to lay aside your arms when overtaken by heavy rain or illness, and always take every precaution for defence. God has prepared a humiliating punishment for those who deny the truth. When you have finished the prayer, remember God while standing and sitting and lying on your sides. When you feel secure, say your prayers in the prescribed form. Believers are under the obligation to say their prayers at the appointed hours. Do not relent in the pursuit of the enemy. If you are suffering hardships, they too are suffering similar hardships. But what you can hope for from God, they cannot. God is all-knowing and wise. We have sent the book down to you with the truth, so that you may judge among mankind by means of what God has shown you. And do not be an advocate for the treacherous. Ask God for forgiveness. He is most forgiving and merciful. And do not plead on behalf of those who are dishonest to themselves. 
Surely God does not love one who is treacherous and sinful. They feel ashamed before men, but do not feel ashamed before God, despite his being present with them when they plot at night, uttering things of which he does not approve, and indeed God is fully aware of what they do. You might argue on their behalf in the life of this world, but who will argue on their behalf with God on the day of resurrection, and who will be their defender? Yet anyone who does evil or wrongs his own soul, and then asks God for forgiveness, will find God forgiving and merciful. He who commits sin does so against his own soul. God is all-knowing and wise. And anyone who commits an offence or a sin, then charges an innocent person with it, shall certainly bear the guilt of a calumny and a manifest sin. If it were not for the grace of God and his mercy to you, some of them had resolved to lead you astray, but they lead astray no one but themselves, nor can they do you any harm. God has sent down to you the book and wisdom, and has taught you what you did not know. God's favour to you has been great indeed. There is no good in most of their secret talk, except in the case of those who enjoin charity and kindness or reconciliation between people. If anyone does that, seeking the pleasure of God, we will give him an immense reward. But if anyone opposes the messenger after his guidance has become clear to him, and follows a path other than that of the faithful, we shall let him pursue his chosen path, and shall cast him into hell, an evil destination. Surely God will not forgive the ascribing of partners to him. He forgives whoever he will for anything other than that. Whoever ascribes partners to God has strayed far indeed. They, the polytheists, call upon female deities, and they invoke none but Satan, the rebellious one, whom God has rejected. He said to God, I will assuredly take a number of your servants, and shall lead them astray, and fill them with vain desires, and order them to slit the ears of cattle. I shall order them to tamper with God's creation. Whoever chooses Satan as a patron instead of God is utterly ruined. He holds out promises to them and fills them with vain desires, but Satan's promises are nothing but delusion. Hell shall be their home. They shall find no refuge from it. As for those who believe and do good works, we shall admit them to gardens through which rivers flow, wherein they will abide forever. This is a promise from God, and whose word could be truer than God's? It is not your desires, nor the desires of the people of the book that shall prevail. Anyone who commits evil will be rewarded accordingly. He will not find any protector or patron for himself besides God. Anyone who performs good deeds, whether it be a man or woman, provided that he is a believer, shall enter paradise. No one shall suffer the least injustice. Who is better in faith than one who submits himself wholly to God, acts righteously, and follows the religion of Abraham, the upright in faith, whom God chose for a friend. To God belongs all that the heavens and earth contain. God has knowledge of all things. They consult you concerning women. Say, God has given you directions concerning them. The commandment given to you in the book concerns the orphan girls to whom you do not give what is prescribed for them, and whom you nevertheless desire to marry, and about helpless children. 
He has instructed you to deal justly with orphans. God has knowledge of all the good you do. If a woman fears ill-treatment or indifference on the part of her husband, it shall be no offence for her to seek a reconciliation, for reconciliation is best. But people are prone to selfish greed. If you do good and fear him, surely God is aware of what you do. You will never be able to treat your wives with equal fairness, however much you may desire to do so. But do not ignore one wife altogether, leaving her suspended between marriage and divorce. And if you make amends and act righteously, surely God is most forgiving and merciful. If they decide to separate, God will compensate both out of his own abundance. God is bountiful and wise. All that the heavens and the earth contain belongs to God. We have commanded those who were given the scripture before you, and we command you to fear God. If you deny him, know that all that the heavens and the earth contain belongs to God. God is self-sufficient and praiseworthy. All that the heavens and the earth contain belongs to God, and none is as worthy of trust as God. If he wanted, he could remove you altogether and replace you with other people. He has the full power to do so. If one desires the rewards of this world, let him remember that. With God are the rewards of both this world and the life to come. And God is indeed all-hearing, all-seeing. Believers, be strict in upholding justice and bear witness for the sake of God, even though it be against yourselves, your parents, or your kindred. Be they rich or poor, God knows better about them both. Do not then follow your own desires, lest you swerve from justice. If you conceal the truth or evade it, then remember that God is well aware of all that you do. Believers, believe in God and his messenger, and in the scripture he sent down to his messenger, as well as what he sent down before. He who denies God, his angels, his scriptures, his messengers, and the last day, has surely gone far astray. As for those who come to believe, and then deny the truth, and again come to believe, and again deny the truth, and thereafter grow stubborn in their denial of the truth, God will never forgive them, nor will he guide them. Warn the hypocrites that for them there is a painful punishment. As for those who take deniers of the truth for their allies rather than the believers, do they seek honor in their company? Surely all honor belongs to God. He has instructed you in the book that when you hear people deny or ridicule God's revelations, you must not sit with them unless they engage in other talk, or else you yourselves shall become like them. God will gather all the hypocrites and those who deny the truth together in hell. The hypocrites wait to see what happens to you, and if God grants you a victory, they say, Were we not on your side? And if those who deny the truth have a share of it, victory. They say to them, Did we not help you win and protect you from the believers? God will judge between you all on resurrection day, and never will God allow those who deny the truth to harm the believers. The hypocrites seek to outwit God, but it is he who outwits them, and when they stand up for prayer they do so reluctantly and to be seen by others, and they hardly remember God at all. They vacillate between the two, belonging neither to one side nor the other. 
but for him whom God allows to go astray, you could never find the way for him. Do not take deniers of the truth who are at war with you for your allies in preference to believers. Would you give God a clear proof against yourselves? The hypocrites shall surely be in the lowest depth of the fire, and you will find no helper for them. But those who repent and mend their ways, who hold fast to God and are sincere in their worship of God, will be joined with the believers, and God will bestow a great reward upon the believers. Why should God punish you if you render thanks to him and believe in him? God is appreciative and aware. God does not love the utterance of evil words except in the case of someone who has been wronged. God hears all and knows all. Whether you reveal any good or hide it or pardon any evil, God is forgiving and all-powerful. Those who deny God and his messengers and seek to make a distinction between God and his messengers and say, We believe in some messengers and disbelieve in others and desire to adopt a position in between. Those indeed are they who are denying the truth beyond doubt, and we have prepared a humiliating punishment for the deniers. To those who believe in God and his messengers and make no distinction between any of them, to those we shall surely give them their rewards. God is most forgiving and merciful. The people of the book ask you to bring down for them a book from heaven, of Moses they demanded a greater thing than that. They said to him, Show us God face to face. A thunderbolt struck them for their wickedness. After that they took to worshipping the golden calf, after all evidence of the truth had come to them. Yet we pardoned even that and bestowed on Moses clear authority. And we raised above them the mount, while making a covenant with them. And we said to them, Enter the gate humbly. And we also commanded them, Transgress not in the matter of the Sabbath. We took from them a firm covenant. But they broke their covenant, and they rejected the signs of God, and put the prophets to death without justification, and said, Our hearts are sealed. It is God who has sealed their hearts, on account of their denial of the truth. Except for a few of them, they have no faith. They denied the truth and uttered a monstrous slander against Mary. They declared, we have put to death the Messiah, Jesus, son of Mary, the messenger of God. They did not kill him, nor did they crucify him, but it only seemed to them as if it had been so. And those who differ in this matter are in doubt concerning it. They have no definite knowledge about it, but only follow mere conjecture. But they certainly did not kill him. God raised him towards himself. God is almighty and wise. There is none among the people of the book but will believe in it before his death, and on the day of resurrection he shall be a witness against them. Because of the wrongdoings of the Jews, we forbade them certain good things that had been allowed to them before, for having frequently debarred others from God's path, for taking usury when they had been forbidden to do so, and because of their devouring people's wealth wrongfully. We have prepared a painful punishment for those of them who continue to deny the truth. But to those of them who are firmly grounded in knowledge, and the believers who truly believe in what is revealed to you, and what was revealed before you, to those who pray regularly and pay the zakat, prescribed alms, and believe in God in the last day, we will surely give a great reward. We have sent revelation to you, prophet, 
as we did to Noah and the prophets who came after him, to Abraham, Ishmael, Isaac, Jacob and the tribes, to Jesus, Job, Jonah, Aaron and Solomon and David, to whom we gave the Psalms. We have told you about some messengers sent previously, while we have not yet told you about others. God spoke to Moses directly. They were messengers, bearing good news and giving warning, so that mankind would have no excuse before God after the coming of messengers. God is mighty, wise. But God bears witness to what he has sent down to you. He has sent it down with his knowledge. The angels, too, bear witness, and God suffices as a witness. Those who are bent on denying the truth and on turning others away from the path of God have strayed far from the right path. God will not forgive those who deny the truth and act wrongfully, nor will he guide them to any path other than the path of hell wherein they shall abide forever. That is easy enough for God. Mankind, the messenger has brought you the truth from your Lord, so believe for your own good. And if you deny the truth, know that to God belongs all that the heaven and the earth contain. God is all-knowing and wise. People of the book, do not go to extremes in your religion. Say nothing but the truth about God. The Christ Jesus, son of Mary, was only a messenger of God and his word, conveyed to Mary, a spirit from him. So believe in God and his messengers, and do not say, there are three gods. Desist, it will be better for you. Indeed, God is the one and only God. His holiness is far above having a son. To him belongs whatever is in the heavens and whatever is on the earth. And God is sufficient as a guardian. Surely the Messiah would never disdain to be accounted a servant of God, nor would the angels who are nearest to him. If any do disdain to worship him and grow arrogant, he will in any case gather them all before him. Those who believe and do good works will be fully recompensed by him, and he will give them yet more out of his bounty. And as for those who are disdainful and proud, he will punish them with a painful punishment, and they will not find anyone to help or protect them against God. Men, you have received clear evidence from your Lord. We have sent down a clear light to you. As for those who believe in God and hold fast to him, he will admit them to his mercy and his grace. He will guide them towards him on a straight path. They ask you for instruction. Say, God instructs you concerning the indirect heirs. If a person dies childless but has a sister, she receives half of what he leaves, and he is her heir if she dies childless. If there are two sisters, they receive two-thirds of what he leaves. If there are brothers and sisters, the share of each male shall be that of two females. God makes things clear to you, so that you will not go astray. God has knowledge of all things.